0: You're listening to the U.S. Glass Magazine's special daily podcast, Glass Industry Update, the Coronavirus. I'm your podcast moderator, Chris Bunn. This podcast is designed to bring you the latest industry news surrounding the business disruptions in our industry caused by the worldwide pandemic. Be sure to check in daily for a new podcast with the latest updates. And now I'll turn it over to Deb Levy, publisher of U.S. Glass, who will give you an update and introduce our special guest
1: good morning we're going to start today with our industry update for friday april 24th nanowall systems reports that it remains fully operational it is producing product at its german facility sales representatives are available here in the u.s by phone as well the state of california did not consider its manufacturing facility there to be essential and it is currently shut down The shelter-in-place order is set to expire on May 3rd. however. Production has been shifted to the German facility, but will return to the U.S. once the California plant reopens. Also internationally, Glaston's production facilities in Finland, Germany, Switzerland, and China have successfully maintained operations and are continuing to deliver machines and lines to customers around the world. UTS Warranty, a national provider of warranty field service for door and window manufacturers, is operating at full strength as an essential business. Its field technicians are taking extra precautions to safely provide service to customers. UTS also reports that it's happy to assist those who have shortages of field technicians due to the COVID crisis and assist companies that will have an overwhelming amount of warranty work as things begin to reopen around the country. Retailers Larry's Glass Shop in Massachusetts and Golden Bay Glass in California are both closed in accordance with their governor's stay-at-home orders and both expect to reopen when those orders expire on May 3rd. In our home state here in Virginia, Virginia Mirror Company and Virginia Glass Products both remain open and fully operational. Both houses of Congress have now passed a new round of funding designed to help small businesses get through the COVID crisis. The massive package is the fourth coronavirus bill to move through Congress over the last seven weeks and brings the federal response to the global pandemic up to a $2.8 trillion response. Small businesses that did not receive funding in the first round can try again. And in the email link for this podcast today, you will also find a link to the on-demand webinar about gaining access to this funds and what each of the programs is about. And finally today, a word of caution from one of our readers regarding shipping giants, UPS, FedEx, etc., This company had shipped an overnight package last week, only to find it delayed for two days. After it finally arrived, the reader called the company and asked for a credit for the additional expensive overnight shipping surcharge. He was told that in a pandemic, the company does not have to get it there overnight, nor does it have to credit you for the expedited shipping. The customer is still fighting, but wants to warn other glass shops about this practice. And that's our industry update for today, Friday, April 24th. Now on to our guest today, Nancy Friedman of The Telephone Doctor. Nancy is the founder and chairwoman of The Telephone Doctor, which is a firm that specializes. Well, you know what, Nancy, before I describe you, let me say hello
0: and ask you to describe your company yourself. That's a good host, and I appreciate it. Glad you're well. Um, Telephone Doctor is an international customer service training company, and we help companies communicate better with their customers. So I speak at conferences around the country, uh, helping companies communicate better with their customers and co-workers, and I never want to leave co-workers out because sometimes I get a call and say, Nancy, we, we're good with our customers, but you know, our, our internal staff really is not doing as good as they should. So it works both ways.
1: Well, thank you, Nancy. That's good to know. And, uh, you know, as someone who serves as basically in a consulting organizational function and also does a lot of speaking, how has your business been faring through the COVID-19 crisis?
0: Great question. And I appreciate it. I won't say it's, oh my gosh, you know, it's been fabulous, but it's been good because sadly, when the stuff hits the fan, people say, "We, we better be nice to each other. (laughs) <laughs> we've been, and so they look for places that help them be nice, which is telephone doctor customer service training. So our new business has has been good; it has not been fabulous. It's been it's been moving in the right direction. I've uh, got three four salespeople that are either from home or, or go into the office, and they're doing pretty good. Our renewal business is is really increasing, and that's really a sign that people are saying we've got this ammunition. We're going to keep it. We're going to keep it going so we've got a you know a renewal system and then we've got new business uh, for our online training my business as far as speaking is is not there anymore unless we can do it a sure. web- webinar right. uh, we've been very blessed with telephone doctor and uh, working from home is I, i'm sort of enjoying it i mean
1: it's very different for you because you've been on the road almost all the time
0: well then let's go right
1: to that nancy because i know one of your specialties um, is is working with or helping people work more effectively remotely? And if there's ever a time, I would estimate from anecdotally what I've seen and heard, you know, at least sixty to seventy percent of the re- retail shops are doing a lot of their CSR work from home right now. Right. What types of things would you suggest that will help make them more effective um, well, in the remote work?
0: One of the first things I got a month or two ago was Nancy well, we're working from home. What should we do? I said, what were you doing before? Well, I was being nice and I was smiling. I said, why would you change? So there's very little that you need to change. If you were good before, you'll be good now. You're just doing it from your bedroom or your kitchen or your dining room. So it's a location situation. So don't change, just be better, be stronger, be nicer, be kinder, smile a little more. I wouldn't change too many things, but I do want to go over because one of the questions that I just got the other day was how should I be answering my home phone? And I said to the lady, how are you answering your office phone? And she said, hi, thanks for calling XYZ. This is, this is Mary. I said, why would you change it? You're still Mary. You're still with the company. So if you're, if you're working from home and they've transferred the, the call to you, it's just, hi, thanks for calling telephone doctor. This is Nancy. Stop. Worst case scenario, if you want to say, hi, thanks for calling telephone doctor's home office. This is Nancy. Stop.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: nothing after your name It's not nancy speaking it's not how can Mm -hmm. i help you anything after our name erases our name so i'm adamant about nothing after the name because two things happen and this is critical for our listeners number one when you stop with your name hi thanks for calling telephone doctor this is nancy 80 percent of the time you'll get well hi nancy this is bob smith Now you got a name so write that name down because that's gold minute the guy Mm said that so don't be using, how can I help you? You're there to help. That's why you answered the phone. It's just useless information, in my opinion. So that's an important factor for the remote people. You know, you don't want to be picking it up with, yo, bye. <laughs> mm-hmm. they're, they're a business. Um, I would eliminate a phrase that is starting to bug people, bugs me terribly, and that is, hi, how are you? It, it does very little. Uh, people mean well by it. If you're talking with somebody and they call you or you call them, good to hear your voice. Thanks for t- thanks for checking in with me. Thanks for taking the call. Make yourself just a little different than the old cliche, hi, how are you? What happens? Fine. How are you? Nothing happens. So we've eliminated hi, how are you from telephone doctor uh, the best we can. Somebody calls me and says, hi, Nancy, how, how are you? I go, I'm terrific. Good to hear your voice. I don't even ask that because there is very little value with nothing happens deb and you know Mm -hmm. i just i like something to happen
1: sure makes sense
0: um um, one very important point we have a whole segment uh in one of our videos on weak wimpy words weak wimpy words and the biggest one that we find in our surveys when i when i take them um is the word just j-u-s-t Oh well, hi, Deb, I'm just calling to see what's going on because you're chop liver. The word just takes all the strength out of your sentence. Even a thank you note. Have you ever received a thank Hi, I just want to say thank you. Why? No, I want to say thank you for the lovely gift. So just needs to be removed from any measuring of, of talk. It's just not necessary. It weakens every statement you can make. Uh, not effective drop it like a hot potato as they say I'm calling mm-hmm. to see. I'm calling to see that you're okay I want to make sure that all is good. Trusting the family is healthy, you know Dog, okay, blah blah blah. Hi. How are you out? And then I would strongly suggest uh, Just I'm, I'm just I'm just wondering how you are. I Just wanted to see no no make it mm-hmm. up- Make it valuable
1: Sure makes sense let me ask you nancy i've run into this a lot myself and a lot of our staff is working from home too And there's a lot of things that come with working from home That uh, you may not be useful, used to uh, including, you know, um little toddlers uh, crying animals barking uh, My favorite cat sitting on <laughs> keyboards so that the person can't type all of those things. Uh, how? How would you handle those in this environment? Uh,
0: yeah, and that, that was, that's great. I was going to get to that as one of the last, but I'm glad you brought it up. That would depend if you are totally working alone and you ha- you do have a toddler, you, you know, you have a dog and a cat. If you have a human being living with you, you say, I'm going to be making a phone call with Deb Levy and I need you to handle the dog, the cat, and the kid. And you remove that objection from happening. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're alone... I would prewarn the person by email and say, "Dad, we got a two o'clock appointment, and I got to tell you, I'm alone. Uh, I have a dog and a cat and a two-year-old. So I, I promise you a good interview. I promise you, I wouldn't schedule the interview unless they were asleep. Number one, but uh, just a conversation. You need to tell people, you know, I am alone, and you know, I'm a working man. What do they call it, I live alone, whatever." And the dog barks. That's what dogs do. They bark. The cats meow. So, you know, you can go in a room and close the door, but then the dog's gonna bark and the cat's gonna scratch. And the time you wouldn't do that too. So, if you have somebody living with you, you need a partner—a girl, boy, babysitter, somebody to, you know that's in the house with you. That's doable. It's yeah. It's, you know, it's it's when you are working alone and you've got one of the three. Doesn't you don't have to have all three. Get a toddler, then you need to work around the toddler. Um, I did that when my kids were growing up. I worked around their sleeping schedule. Big deal. That, that's what you got to do. You do what you got to do.
1: Well, I, I know I interrupted your tips, and I apologize. No, that's a good that. one. i am glad let you, you keep going.
0: Yeah, I do want to get to what we call a numb call. N, like Nancy, U, like unique, and mm-hmm. M for Mary, numb, a numb call. And what it really means is no ulterior motive call, where you call up somebody to say, to say, I'm thinking about you, you know, we haven't talked in about six months, I want to make sure you're okay, etc. And you don't have to sell somebody, you don't have to be after something. If you use a numb call as an excuse to sell somebody, you'll lose the value of that call. A true numb call is really a sincere, I've been thinking about you, I did, I think I missed your birthday, but I forgot to send you a Christmas card, whatever it happens to be. And that just means no ulterior motive. I built my husband's building the business when I worked with him at Weatherline on that premise, and I cannot tell you the people that, that complimented us on. You know, Nancy always calls and just to say hello and see how I'm doing. You know, and the and I had every reason to to sell them or could sell them, but I sure I didn't. So num calls are are extremely effective, but again, you can't say, oh, by the way, would you like any widgets? Because if 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 you made a good num call. The other customer will say to you, oh, by the way, do you have any n- n- widgets left? Oh, good. I'm glad you asked. Yes, we do. What color do you want? So it will all work out for you. And then I didn't look at my clock, so I don't know how much time I've got, but I got one more really key point. Um, and that's when you make a phone call. And I don't really care who it's to. A client, your mother, your kids. I don't care. You must ask for time to talk. You must say, Deb, this is Nancy Friedman. Did I catch you at a bad time? Do you have a quick moment? And you know, that's how I start all my calls um, because it gives you the opportunity to say, no, this is fine. Or yeah, yeah I'm right in the middle of a meeting. Well, nobody knows. And when you call somebody out of the blue, you are an interruption. And even when you have an invite, stuff happens and gets in front of that phone call and that invite. We know that. Well, I thought we were supposed to talk at two o'clock. Yeah, but my boss called and I can't talk now, blah, blah, blah. So asking for time to talk is, is a condition of employment and grounds for termination, a telephone doctor. We are very, sure <laughs> that. It just, so. it, well, if I hear a call going without it, you know, my mother lived with me for 20 years and I, I, I would be working. She took care of the house and did a few things. And when I would call her, she'd I'd pick up the phone and say, hi mom, it's Nancy. Do you have a quick moment? Those were my first words. Cause I don't know what she was doing. She might've taken a nap making dinner Cooking, walk on the dog, so it's really important on a business call and even personally. Dick and you've met Dick when he calls me at the office or anywhere, and he calls and I says, "Hi, Nancy, do you have a quick moment?" So it's just that simple to make a phone call and not ask the party, no matter who it is. Do you have a quick moment? Do you have a you know, or do you have five minutes? You know, be truthful. It's going to be a Mm -hmm. little longer. Sure.
1: Let me ask you one other thing, which I think a lot of people are encountering in that um, the technology is there for the most part that helps people get calls from their office phone forwarded to their cell phone or their home phone, etc. But from there, it's not as easy to move a caller around, whereas when you're in the office, lots of times you can say, if you hold, I'll transfer you here. That may be the case, but often it's not. How do you handle a situation where you're not going to be able to get the call or where they finally need to be, but someone's going to have to call them back?
0: Absolutely. And that's great because it. worse than, than that is, how I say this nicely, there's so many people who don't know how to navigate on a phone call. They don't know how to work <laughs> their phones properly. They don't know how to merge a call. They don't know how to put it on mute. They don't know how to, you know what I'm talking about. So we, we go by the theory... Handle an objection before it comes up. Handle an objection before it comes up. So if I'm talking to someone like you, I would say, look, if I'm not able to help you, I'm not able to transfer you from this phone. So I can either give you a number or I can have the department you're looking for call you. Which would you prefer? I see. You Mm -hmm. give the caller a choice. Well, I'm going to be traveling. I'm busy. If they could call me, it'd be great. Absolutely. What's a good time for for our customer service team to call you? Well, Thursday at four would be super. And then check central or Eastern or PAG. I have missed so many calls because I get the time. You know, I don't get them mixed up, but people forget to say I'm Eastern or a PAG, and mm-hmm. I ask. And when I'm queen of the world, Deb Levy, I am going to make one time zone from New York to California. <laughs> Well, I think I think China does that already. I'm not sure. <laughs> you have to mention that. <laughs> Out of your time, yeah. Bottom oh, line, it happens to everybody, you know, when you get the time zones mixed up. But if you're on a call on your cell phone, uh, either learn how to merge a call, learn how to, how to put somebody on hold, learn all those things. That You know, you're going to be doing it for at least another couple of weeks. Don't tell people you'll call them right away. You'll call them as soon as possible. That's how calls get missed, because there is no framework. I so see. Get a get a get a framework. You know, two o'clock, four o'clock, morning, afternoon. You know, and then when you confirm the when you confirm the time, okay, we're going to talk Thursday, two p.m., April twenty-third. Put everything. Marry the day and the date. And I say, Mary, M A R R Y, Mary them. Thursday is the 23rd. It happened the other day. Somebody said, uh, Join in for Nancy's webinar tomorrow. And I said, Called her, and I said, I hate to do this to you, but it's not tomorrow. It's uh, this Friday at 17. And if, if she had put in the day and the date, she would have seen it herself.
1: Makes sense.
0: Marry the date. Marry the date. Well, that's what we offer, Deb. Thank you. Just plain old, simple, real world, common sense techniques that, uh, you know, you know all this stuff, but maybe it was buried in the back of your head. Good Lord. I mean, everybody's got so much on their mind today. They cannot think of everything. Nobody can. So,
1: Right. Well, all of us need a reminder on things every now and then too. And um,
0: I'm sure that some of our
1: listeners have learned some new things and others are getting that great reminder. And Nancy, I can't thank you enough for being part of this podcast. Thank you.
0: Well, your support of Telephone Doctor, customer service, and having me at the programs has been a a joy in our lives, and I I hope we see you again, number one. Be well, number two, and thank you for the opportunity. I'm at nancyfriedman.com. God bless you. you. Thank you. Stay well, Deb. You too, Nancy. Thanks. Take
1: care.